Hello again everybody, this is uh, Jason Powers. So I'm going to try to do a, about a 50 minute broadcast here right before uh, War Room Pandemic. So Biden has the ability to fuck things up according to Mr. Barack Hussein Obama. Um, I think we can verify that at least one thing uh, a Barack Obama said to us over the course of his time in the office was true. He may be even uh, highly responsible for the reason why the decisions are being made at present. So I'm looking at a picture here of Biden in the White House. And, uh, of course, uh, when I said the White House or Situation Room, he's got all these people. He's got his mask off his face. He's got his arms crossed. He's talking to oh, the various pinheads that he has put in his administration. And they're all wearing masks, including Kamala Harris, who's sitting with her head looking down, and it looks like she's got her middle finger up next to the side of her head, and she's looking, you know, as if she's just trying to avoid any actual responsibility, as she's done pretty much her entire life, um, probably wondering what she's just got herself into. We are in a severe crisis with these people. These people have no idea how to run an operation. They're, whether by stupidity or absolute complicity and in, in blackmail due to the CCP and other forces, including the World Economic Forum, we have an in inherent existential threat brewing on their, in our midst. And we have people that are incapable or unwilling or too weak to acknowledge that they are responsible and they no longer need to be in charge. When I say guys, when I see generals with masks on their face sitting at a table for a show or whatever else, I think, Jesus Christ. So, that's where we're beginning today. Uh, today, I also posted a link in the description uh, to a book that I uh, released in May. Uh, you can click on it. It's free for download today and tomorrow. That's the end of my hustle. Uh, the book's name is Operation Virus. Um, the <clears throat> the Chaos... Uh, I can't even remember the title of the book anymore. Uh, the Delivering of COVID, Chaos, and Communism to the United States and the World. So yeah... I think that's I think that's a foregone conclusion at this point. We're in and we're in a crisis of uh, confidence about a whole host of things. And so today, uh, well, Disclosed TV, which has become an excellent source, I, I would say online. So just in, the U.S. State Department accuses the Taliban of violating their promises on access to Kabul Airport. Did did you think that they were actually going to give you give you uh, you know assurances and that they were actually going to abide by them? They have ten thousand Americans, evidently, and maybe up to fifty thousand people on the ground that supposedly the United States gives a damn about. And we have people thinking that they're going to actually make some kind of difference there. Uh, these people are these people live in cartoons. Um, so we're gonna play some we're gonna play some Twitter. Out of his way, who gets in his way? Uh, there was a consistent stream of gunfire. Uh, we also were just accosted by people. John, it's so heartbreaking. Everybody coming up to us with their papers, their passports, saying, "Please, 
you know, I worked at Camp Phoenix, I worked at this camp, I was a translator, help me get in, help me get to America, help me get my SIV, my, my visa to get out of the country. And then the Taliban would just come through at one stage, this one fighter just lifted his gun up in the air as if he was about to start firing rounds. So we had to run and take cover. And then, you know, uh, the most frightening moment for our team came when our producer, Brent Swales, was taking some video on his iPhone. Two Taliban fighters just came up with their pistols and they were ready to pistol whip him. And we had to intervene and scream. And it was actually another Taliban fighter who, who came in and said, no, 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 don't do that, they're journalists. But, I mean, really, you know, I, I, I've covered all sorts of crazy situations. This was mayhem. This was nuts. This was impossible for an ordinary civilian, even if they have their paperwork. No way they're running that gauntlet. No way they're going to be able to navigate that. It's, it's very dicey. It's very dangerous. And it's completely unpredictable. There's no border. There's no coherent system for processing people, separating those with papers from those who don't have papers. And honestly, to me, it's a miracle that more people haven't been very, very seriously hurt. It, it is truly a miracle. And, you know, you say that a lot of people, they're just not going to be able to run the gauntlet here. We heard you talking to one man who said that some of the paperwork he needs, he would need from, it sounded like a contractor who closed up. Yeah. Uh, they're worried about, they think that the paperwork's going to get them out. Um, they're in, they live in la-la land over there at CNN, and they're talking to, that that little CNN girl who's sitting on the ground in Kabul, uh, she better get the hell out of there, because they're going to, she is a high-value target. They're going to get a hold of her and get, do God knows what. They don't think, they don't think the, Tal the Taliban aren't playing, <laughs> They're part of the they're part of the little group that's uh, put them in charge. The Chinese, the Russians, the Pakistanis, and the Iranians. They all conspired together and they got what they wanted. And you're going to see the inevitable result of this. Oh, so USA Today one hour ago. So we got clown world going on. And study, but only within what they called their quote frameworks. The United States and the international community will be vigilant in monitoring how any future government in Afghanistan ensures the rights and freedoms that women and girls in that country have come to expect. The United States joined 20 other nations this morning in jointly affirming that commitment. <laughs> she lives in la-la land. What does she think? <laughs> that anybody's actually going to listen to her shit? This is this these people are really they think they have leverage. They gave up whatever leverage they had. <laughs> if they were going to do anything, they would have. They would have. This is a total catastrophe on their part. And then here they are. They're 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 issuing. Oh, we're going to get the you know, UN and we're going to sign on to this thing with twenty other countries. Which countries are they? Are they weak? I'm sure they are. Uh, guess what? Do you think China cares? China doesn't care. China's all all in on their stuff. So this is Joe Biden's fuckery. This has been his forty eight years of uh, service or forty nine years, depending upon depending upon how you count him. He got into office, I think seventy two or seventy three, the year I was born. So he he got put into office in uh, Delaware as a senator, and by the eighties or by the late eighties, he was trying to run for president. So, and he was caught 
he was caught manipulating one of his speeches. He basically uh, uh, <laughs> he stole it from somebody else, plagiarized it. So from then on out, he uh, kind of kept his mouth shut until about 2000. He was still trying to run for run for president. Uh, he voted for the uh, uh, the Iran Iraq War, the Afghan War. Along with all the Bushites, the dumbasses that put that together, the the Donald Rumsfelds, the Dick Cheney's, the, uh, the Condoleezza Rice's, the Colin Powell, Colin Powell at the UN with the little vial and all this other shit, turned out to be one big lie. Uh, this just runs and runs in circles over and over again. So another one from Disclosed TV: General Milley, Mister White Rage admits that the U.S. intelligence agencies could not have foreseen the Taliban's rapid rise to power. Ha <laughs> shit. And quote, unquote, there was nothing that I or anyone else could saw that indicated a collapse in 11 days. Well, boy, oh boy, here you are, the chief of staff, and you just can't, can't foresee or predict anything. What kind of, uh, uh, <laughs> What kind of idiot are you to think that anybody's going to pay any attention to you? <laughs> this is just, these people, they live in some other fucking world. And I'm cussing too much, but it's hard not to. Because there's going to be so much, so much catastrophe here. These people need to be impeached. I wrote to uh, Todd Young, my senator, and I, I explicitly told him, exactly what I think needs to happen whether he does it or not and I got uh, my uh, other thing up I got to get rid of that real quick because it's making too much noise uh, yeah they're uh, these people live in some bizarre world and they think people actually actually think they're going to be uh, 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 what do you call it uh, taken seriously for all the, the the abject failure and I told Todd Young that I said you know your first duty is you swore to support and defend the Constitution of the United States of America. And these assholes have done nothing. They've dismissed the Constitution. They have stripped people of their rights over this stupid fucking virus that was generated in a Wuhan lab. We all know that. You let Fauci run us around for the last 18 months pumping masks, pumping vaccines pumping social distancing and then sometimes, no, we don't need to do that oh, if you're a peaceful protester, you can go out protester, peaceful protester quote unquote, you can go out and burn down a city if you want because you're doing it for racial justice then it's okay not to wear a mask or if you want to wear a mask, it's okay because you can you know, that'll hide your identity. These people live in another bizarre world. They have no concept of what vaccinations do. They have no idea that coronavirus is a coronavirus, no less, that's highly adaptable and adapts around vaccines. And their, even their own literature said that even most vaccines are only 50 to 70% effective, ostensibly making them worthless to even to bother with. But, of course, this is being pushed by the globalists. This is being pushed by Bill Gates. They introduced a brand new technology in Moderna. Brand new. Nobody heard, nobody was ever, nobody had ever heard of mRNA vaccines. 
everybody had to know something about uh, in depth about biology. And then the guy who actually invented the technology, he comes out and he has ostensibly said this is this is a very dangerous idea. And numerous other people have done this. I'm only going down that road because now they're attaching your freedoms, all your freedoms to that. Digital passports. You have uh, de Blasio running around shooting his mouth off. A guy that is a garbage human being on all levels. You can just tell this guy's a sleazy hustler. And yet, I honestly, I, I can't believe that the people in these cities are so retarded that they voted for that big goon along with Andrew Cuomo and a host of other shitheads around the country. You can go go up and down both coasts, both coasts. You can go to Jenny Durkin in, in Seattle, uh, what's-his-face, Ted Wheeler in Portland, uh, the mayor of Oakland, the mayor of uh, uh, Los Angeles was a Garcetti here. And you can go over across to Keisha Lance Bottoms in Atlanta and go up to uh, uh, Beetlejuice up in Chicago. What's her face? Uh, Miss Miss Globalist herself, uh, probably uh, uh, basically a plant by probably Barack Obama, no less. And go to Washington D.C. and uh, oh, what's her name? Uh, I can't even think of her name. Uh, but yeah, they're all garbage. They're hot garbage. They run their cities into the ground. Uh, they have no they have no chill on any of this stuff. Because they're trying to put in a new world order. And the new world order says that you will own nothing and you will be happy. That's the deal. That's the deal. Over and over again. I don't know how many times someone has to beat that into people's heads to, to figure out that these people are are nothing about who you are and they're everything about what they can get from you. They want you poor. They want you compliant. They want you submissive. And they want you to shut up and just take it. This is going to end badly because at some point people are going to say enough is enough. And of course, if we have so many stupid cops out there that think that it's a good idea to push this in, then you know where the stupid cop is. He isn't stupid. He's evil. That means all he wants to do, he or she, but if, in particular, we know majority of cops are he's. If they're enforcing the laws of these absolute or not even laws, mandates mandates of these garbage human beings then we need to start reassessing whether or not these people should be in law enforcement and what charges we should bring them up on and we should uh, they, of course they're going to get scared any narcissist any narcissistic control is always a person who's highly scared and highly fearful that they get caught and get their get their tallywhacker caught in the shuffle and they don't want to be uh, uh, held to any account I, I'm just going off on a rant because I, I'm just so. I, there's hardly anything that it, any any news anymore is is everything is bad news, and when I say everything is bad news, I mean really there's not there there the winds are very seldom reported. Now there are some there's some people that are fighting back at the local level. There's parents. There's there's some state legislatures that are trying to uh, uh, get action done. I think the Arizona Senate uh, today. Uh, went after some some di- district, I think it was Tucson, that was trying to push forth these mandates and stuff like that. This has got to stop. These, vac- these vaccine-obsessive, compulsive idiots are ru- ruining our society. They're stupid. They don't understand vaccines. They have no idea what a booster is going to do to them. They don't know how many times they're going to have to take a shot. And by the way, eventually, 
every time you have to take another shot, you're just increasing the likelihood that you're going to get an adverse effect that permanently alters you or cripples you for the rest of your life. And it's all because you became a pincushion for these monsters. They are monsters. Make no mistake about it. A pretty face doesn't make any difference. I'm looking at one right now. So Robert Malone, MD. The guy invented the mRNA technology. He didn't invent the Moderna vaccine. He wasn't working on mRNA technology in the late 80s, 1990s. He worked at the Department of Defense in the 2000s. He's a smart dude. Really smart. Much smarter than I am. So uh, kudos to him. He says, quote, This further validates what I said on Tucker Carlson about the problems with the CDC database and analysis capabilities. So, and then he's got a nice little picture of Rochelle Walensky, uh, article from the Washington Post. How CDC data problems put the U.S. behind on the Delta variant. <laughs> but he, see, he's not trying to argue anything, any argument on, on, on this particular, he's just pointing out something that even the Washington Post is talking to. Critics say the CDC's failure, failure to show real-time data led to overly rosy assessments of vaccine effectiveness. Notice vaccine effectiveness and, complac- and complacency. But, see, they're going to, I'm sure the Washington Post article will spin it, and I'm not going to click on it because they usually put up a little thing. You want to give me a dollar, blah, 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 I would like to share the archive of it. I'm going to go do that at some point, but nevertheless... It goes to the point. Vaccine effectiveness. Like I told you, at, at minimum, uh, you can maybe get 50%. So it's a flip of a coin that a vaccine is going to even be effective. And from what I've heard over and over again, the first shot is probably your most, that's your potential of uh, uh, getting an immune response. And if you don't get it, you shouldn't get a second shot. And I'm not even, I'm not even suggesting you should get either shot or any shot. Uh, I am not a doctor, and therefore I do not want to see anybody take anything into their body that they shouldn't. Uh, there, are, there are plenty of things out there to alleviate this situation. And if you can't understand or can't handle being uh, uh, having a cold, having a, vi- a, a coronavirus, which, oh, by the way, is engineered again, uh, so why aren't we after China? Why? Because we're complicit with them. And why were we complicit with them? It stands to reason that one of the biggest reasons why they did this was to hijack the the Trump administration so that they could get them out there. And so guess what? The reason why you have Joe Biden is probably due to that. The reason why you have who knows how many extra extraneous deaths last year is due to the fact that they were willing to kill a few hundred thousand people in the name of getting rid of one Donald Trump and everybody will say well it's Donald, Donald Trump's fault it isn't Donald Trump's fault that people died around around this country state health departments had plenty of access to knowledge and databases and ability to, uh, to prescribe therapeutics and not uh, put people on ventilators and actually treat people in a organized and rational manner they made decisions at the local level only thing that Trump could ever do was just sign the check now he took a lot of credit for being able to do Operation Warp Speed, thanks to Mike Pence, who was a Mike Pence as a garbage human being, but whatever, we'll, we're going to let that roll because there's no way in the world I'm going to be able to go all, all the way down that road. But nevertheless, putting, putting all of these people at risk was one China. And if they were working or plotting or scheming, which I 
highly suspect between the World Economic Forum, Bill Gates' foundation, Dr. Fauci, supposedly doctor, uh, I am science, uh, worked with uh, uh, China and uh, Bat Lady Girl out there to release a modestly mild virus and then let it circulate into the, the public and then hype up the propaganda, hype up the lockdowns. You have Australia, New Zealand, and all these countries and Canada uh, basically destroying human rights. All of these leaders that are in charge of these countries need to be brought to heel, severely brought to heel. They need to be stopped, period, into discussion. They have no right to do the things that they're doing. So we're going to talk to Lloyd Carr. That's it. That's our only option. Is getting them to agree to do this. Well, well let me add something here, Elaine. Um, we got a couple of uh, entry control points set up: um, a north one, east one, and a, and, a, and a third one at Abbey Gate. Uh, they're currently manned with consular officers, Marines. This is all part of the perimeter. Messages have gone out um, by various means of communication from the State Department to American citizens and others. Uh, and they're being told to go to those gates. Right now, uh, we're processing it about, um, I think the last report was about 120, 130 an hour, something like that, at the north, uh, and about 340, 350 an hour, something like that, at the south gate. So right now, there's a steady flow of people. Um, now, as that goes on, I think those numbers will continue to grow, and as those messages go out, um, and, and I would tell you that for the American citizens, passport holders, uh, the Taliban and the State Department are working on a facilitation. I got it, but they're working on a facilitation measure. Um, so those numbers are likely to grow. Uh, for the others, uh, the State Department is still working through exactly getting the procedures for uh, for the evacuees to get to the airfield. Okay. So that was Millie. He took over for um, Carr here, who obviously can't talk for himself. And, and where do you take that? I mean... How far can you extend into Kabul, you know, and, uh, and and how long does it take to flow those forces in to be able to do that? So it sounds like you're saying this depends on diplomacy with the Taliban. That's it. That's our only option, is getting them to agree to do this. Well, well let me add something here, Elaine. And, oh, by the way, uh, Mr. Uh, Secretary Austin was, a, I think, a brigadier general or maybe even got to a four-star general. So it's not like he doesn't understand situations he's not just some i mean he he got he used to work for raytheon and got a nice little paycheck from raytheon but we won't go into that discussion but yeah he's a he's a pencil neck and of course it's okay when these people were talking about you know we need to push crt and you know i want to understand white rage and here we are they're in the midst of one of the worst if not the worst calamity on the u.s's uh military watch in a long time at least since vietnam and not the fall of saigon which was which was bad but that was a that was a long long awaited unfortunate unwinding and ending of a war but that was done in i mean comparatively slow motion compared to this situation and as far as him talking about processing 120 or 100 at one gate and 300 and some odd at another gate am i supposed to believe that's actually the case it sounds good, but you still got to get them on a plane. Just because you're processing people through gates on the ground doesn't mean shit. And by the way, I'm sure those planes are just getting lifted off just like no problem all the time. 
believe me, I don't. I, I have no confidence that these people have any idea. Plus, they've already said that they were going to prioritize uh, Afghani's over Americans. So I'm kind of curious as to how they're going to do all this shit. These people just—they don't have any. They don't have any uh, brain cells. It, it, you know, I feel sorry for those people. But they were on the ground, and if the people on the ground that were there didn't make them aware of what was going on, then this is why you wind up with this bullshit. This is why you wind up with stuff. So breaking news from uh, Michigan follows Arizona's lead for a full forensic audit in Jackson, uh, Michigan. Tonight, a team of attorneys, election experts, and local candidates announced their plan to carry out a full forensic audit. It's a USA gain against ST uh, media.com. So USA gain st media.com i'm not gonna go through and read the article but we could probably probably could do that <laughs> uh, so a cat turd he says are we having fun yet <laughs> no we're not having fun i mean you almost have to laugh through the tears when you have a uh, biden's fuckery out there just just destroying this country he's between inflation Shutting off oil pipelines. It's got to be done on purpose. Anyone with any with any military awareness or even non-military awareness. You don't even have to be military aware. You just have to know what it's like to be in a relationship with somebody who's sociopathic. Or, you know, like somebody who just... Uh, you just divorced them. And they want to burn the bridges. And they want to burn everything down. This is the kind of behavior you see out of those people. Where they burn everything down around you. They try to burn. They burn all your friendships and relationships. They take all your money. They take you to court. They say every lie they can about you. They smear you. They destroy you. And that's what Biden's done. He's destroyed our moral uh, moral standing in the world. Uh, because this has been going on in the Western world. Thanks to big media. This is the media manipulation that got him here to begin with. The only reason why Joe Biden is even in the office is due to the mainstream media, constant lies, constant deceit, constant manipulation, uh, big tech censorship that they've worked with through our government, as it turns out. It turns out many of the D.C. Uh, agencies are highly complicit, if not treasonous, against the United States of America. There needs to be so much accountability that I can't even begin to assess how big that accountability needs to be. But there needs to be probably probably hundreds of people in Washington, D.C. that need to be held to account. And I'm not just talking about a little investigation, including the FBI, if not even specifically the FBI and the CIA and the CDC and the NIH and the FDA and keep us keep on pulling out the alphabet soup, DHS, uh, ICE, just keep on going down the list. I could go on for days, I'm sure. I don't even know all the agencies and administration departments out there in, in Washington, D.C., because there's, so there's so many of them. There's four million, I think, federal workers, for fuck's sake. They work across who knows how many agencies, and who knows how many of them are actually legitimately staffed by people who give a shit about this country. I'm not saying they're all bad, but there's a lot of people in these departments that are just at the top level or just nothing but pure political hacks and leftist clones and clowns. And leftism is going to die within the next few years. And I mean die because it's going to just, it's going to be abundantly obvious to people that if you put in a communist or any person who is remotely left 
It's not so much about being right. It's about, and when I say right, left, this is also a dichotomy that's being used against it. When I say die, I'm talking about the fact that the ideology of the left is filled with deceits, lies, and eventually ruins and destroys societies because it's collectivism. It says that everybody should suffer together. Everybody should be brought down to the same level. It's bullshit. We all know it's bullshit. People want to have independence and choices and freedoms. That's what the United States was built upon. The whole attack system that has been built has been built upon smearing people for wanting to go out and do the right thing for themselves. And the problem is you've allowed mediocrity rising to the top and let these people just have at it. By uh, and they play up the they play up their victim mentality. They're like, "Oh, I'm a I'm a black transgendered female, and I deserve I deserve rights. I deserve freedom. I deserve a five hundred thousand dollar a year salary working for the Brookings Institute. I deserve to be the head of the NEA. I deserve to be the head of the CDC. I deserve to be the head of the CIA." It's all bullshit. If you don't hear the mockery in my voice, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm mocking just not just that. It's just a whole host of things. Uh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh, let's see. Uh, more more from Mr. Lloyd uh, Lloyd Austin. Maybe this is earlier or later. We'll find a out. A distinction, uh, Bar, between extracting uh, someone in an in extremist condition or, or, or circumstance versus uh, going out and collecting up large numbers of, uh, of American citizens. You have the capability to go out and collect Americans. We don't have the capability to go out and collect up large uh, numbers of, of, uh, of people. <laughs> we don't have the capability to go out and collect up large numbers of people. Well, there you go. They can't collect up large mon- numbers of people. But they will do it in the United States. Don't let them fool you. There's a, there, that's the other problem with this situation. They've turned their focus on, on the U.S. being the problem, and U.S. citizens like myself, that they deem uh, hostile to their regime. No, I'm hostile to your ideology that, that poses that everybody in this country is out to get, get, get Washington, D.C. Washington, D.C. for the last 30 to 40 years has been a petri dish of scum and deceit. But they're trying to go out and round us up because they don't like us because we've caught, finally caught on to their game. While they spend us, spend us into bankruptcy. While they, while they obviously can't handle a, a withdrawal, a simple withdrawal, a simple retreat from Afghanistan. And then they're going to blame the prior administration. Here's the th- here's the deal. Let me use one of Joe's favorite time. Here's the deal. Uh, May first was the deal that uh, Trump initially set. And they didn't. They did not hold to the agreement that Trump initially set. So, when you don't do that, then you should have already been planning. He had February, March, April. He had three months. Three months after he'd been in office to make a determination of how they were going to do that. They should already have plans executed or executed on the ground, and then you would have had June and July. Boom, two more months to get out of there. Every day they should have been airlifting a 1,000 or 1,500 people, however many it took, to get the hell out of there. Do they? Fuck if I know. 
they certainly didn't put a lot of effort on it. it. It would help if the media would actually do their effing job and go do stuff like that over there if they would have spent more time paying attention to it. Notice the media didn't do a very good job of the withdrawal from Afghanistan. Oh, they wrote up some articles. I remember reading an article just recently. I think it was written in the New Yorker. They talked about, oh, Joe showing leadership. It was mid-April, and uh, uh, there, there won't be a... A fall from Saigon moment with a helicopter on it. Such fucking hot garbage because that's exactly what we had. We had a big picture with a uh, showing a helicopter airlifting a Chinook her- a helicopter or whatever, lifting off a <laughs> off a building. These people are so stupid. So your media is a bunch of lying SOBs, filled with them. I mean. Think about it. I here's a time. There was a time in my place. This is given given away uh, by liberal, my former liberal bias. So I remember when I used to listen to Tom Brokaw and Brian Williams and Dan Rather and Peter Jennings and Ted Koppel and all the people on the mainstream media. A, a three, you know, ABC, NBC, CBS, three, five, seven, and nine, whatever, two, five, and seven, and nine, the normal channels that used to be on the T, that literally had a turn with the dial uh, as a kid. Uh, I used to actually believe in these F-wits. Now, you have Brian Williams. He was uh, doing an interview with uh, somebody who had actually been on the ground, and Brian Williams was uh, platituding and saying, you know, this is Joe taking responsibility for this. It's like, I used to listen to you until I found out what a lying SOB you are. This was a few. This is years ago now. It's probably been ten years. Uh, once I realized what kind of a, a, a charlatan he was, I stopped listening to him. Believe it or not, and then you start going down the list of all the other ones. We know Dan Rather is a lying SOB, and we know Tom Brokaw is another one that's just in the same camp. They're all lefties. They're all hard lefties. Maybe not as hard as the pure communists, but they certainly have their viewpoints and they're all about lies and deceit. The mainstream media needs to disappear, like completely. Nobody should be listening to them. There's new media out there. There's new new people on the block. The new, mainstream media is hijacked by the globalist agenda. And the globalist agenda is about making you feel bad about who you are. And it always has been, by the way. The more and more you look back over things, the more and more you realize that the whole globalist agenda is usually they seed the ideas and then they they push through. It's all social conditioning and social engineering. They're socially engineered to get people to do what they want them to do. Either first by uh, subtly putting the idea in your head that you should feel bad about yourself or that you should, you should be worried about your neighbor or you should, hmm... You should uh, uh, check your bias, or check your privilege, or, or, or undermine and understand your unconscious biases and all this other garbage that they put inside people's heads. It's all about social manipulation, and social engineering, and it starts in the schools and it goes to the media. It's a coordinated effort to get people to do march to the orders that these people want you to march to. They're repulsive. They're repulsive human beings. They always think that they know better than you. They don't. Most people can make very good decisions for themselves. I've met many people that you probably literally, they probably, you know, they, they, they got underserved through the education system due to the fact that the education system was never set up to make it so that they could succeed. They were set up for them to fail. 
uh, no matter who they were, black, white, or indifferent. But I've met these people, and they're educated enough to know when things don't work, or they're smart enough to do it. You go to the factories. Here's, an, here's a primary example. You go to the factory, and you find out that these people have good ideas. And the only reason why I know that's because I got, you know, got to be a contractor and go to different facilities and whatnot as a uh, as an industrial engineer. And they, the people in charge, though, refuse to listen to the people on the floor. They do. They refuse to, even when they got good ideas. They just they they won't invest in their companies. All they do is try to exploit their they ex- try to they do try to exploit their labor. But this isn't about capitalism. For the the, the 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 tards out there, this is about. This isn't even about. It isn't even the capitalism. It is used as as the pejorative to to try to smear these people, uh, smear smear the the term. No, the people that are running these shows are these multi these billionaires who string down to to the plant managers and whatever else. I can know that for a fact because one of the places I worked at was a place that was owned by KKR, a big, huge investment firm. Huge. They bought RJR Nabisco in the largest leverage buyout in the late 1980s. So I worked for this company. It had been bought out by KKR in like 2014, 2015. And what did they do? They got rid of all the experienced workers, people they thought were getting paid too much. They replaced them with uh, underskilled workers that they had recruited from around the area in, in an area where there wasn't a lot of underskilled workers. But they, and then they put out in there, brought in some technicians, and they supposedly were supposed to lean out the process. The, the place worked, that place was probably pretty darn efficient. The biggest problem is they didn't have a lot of systems in place that worked well, but they didn't want to invest in systems. I mean, this was an Amish company. They didn't. They, this company didn't even have. A, they didn't have a way to, to track orders online or whatever. They printed out lists to, and they sent it to every station. And on an average uh, assembly line, there was fifteen stations in general. So you had to. They had to go through a, a, a paper list and look at the paper list and make sure they were building everything right accordingly based upon what uh, panel came in front of them. And they had nine different lines, so you had about 150 to 200 people building, and just and this is this is one part of the the plant. But they, the the company, the KKR, didn't want to invest in an uh, 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 ERP system, enterprise resource planning. They didn't want to do any of that. They didn't want to put any money in this company. They wanted to extract money from the company. They cheapened materials. They reduced quality. They started having quality issues, and then they were expecting they had a good quality product, but then they got chintzy. They were trying to save nickels on uh, trying to save nickels while they were going to wind up eventually spending dollars. But they didn't care because they were planning on flipping the company. And the employees on the ground knew it. They knew it. They even said that all the time. So we're getting close to the end of my little rants of broadcast here. Uh, Natalie Winters just p- posted three minutes ago. Uh, uh, Biden's undersecretary of defense policy is a former director of the think tank sponsored by the CCP, military and esp- espionage fronts. So there you go. This is, uh, yeah, this age well. The guy worked at uh, uh, Stanford University Center. So <laughs> I'm retweeting that. This is just, this is why we have the problems that we have. We have people who don't love this country. They're trying to exploit it. They're trying to they're trying to tap into all of our uh, what do you call it uh, resources. Uh, Hunter Biden, for example, had a 
nice little presentation made out for the CCP that was being presented to somebody that they were trying to uh, rob our LNG ports or trying to, they'll say, well, no, no, we were just trying to invest and make it better. Bullshit. They, they're looking to extract wealth from our country. All these people are doing are trying to extract wealth from our country, and it needs to stop. And we need to start putting in leaders that understand that real quick. And by and now that we need to arrest the people that have been doing this, arrest them for false deals, for violations of of all kinds of laws. There's laws on the books, believe me, people. There's always laws on the books for the things that they've been doing. Just nobody enforces them because we don't have an FBI that gives a fuck about us. All they care about is their all they care about is their power to control things. Well, don't worry. It's coming. The things that are coming are going to come hard and fast. The only thing is, is do we have enough uh, moxie, enough uh, wherewithal amongst the people to finally hold these people to a great account and thus put these people on their back foot? We need the, uh, the, what they say, uh, we shouldn't be scared of our government. Our government should be scared of us. And that's the thing. They need to become highly. Uh, they and if they want to lash out at us, then they then they're going to get everything they they want and then some back because they're the ones that put us in this situation. They're responsible. They are guilty. They know they're guilty. Stop letting them blame you. You're you're a good citizen. If you're out there listening, you you are the ones that are uh, doing the best you can to make it ends meet. You're the one that puts food on the table. You're the one that builds the roads. You're the one that builds the systems. You're the one that creates food. They don't create any value. These people are pen- pencil necks. All they do is push paper and type on computers, and then they call their buddies, and they talk about, ooh, I got an inline deal for a new uh, new system I can make money off of. New hustle. This goes to goes to the representatives you elect. This goes to the people that you appointed, the, the, all the agencies. This goes to the state houses. This goes to corporate America and Wall Street. These people need to be brought to heel severely. It's not through regulation. It's just through removing corruption. We don't need regulation. We need The regulations we need have to be externally organized, in other words, to keep people out. There's a reason why you need borders. There's also a reason why you're supposed to not allow uh, foreign entities to own land on your own your country from underneath you. No, you t- you just strip that. And I know people say, well, now you're you're interfering with direct and foreign investment and competition, and and you you're in- interfering with markets. Yeah, I want to protect my country. I want to get out from underneath these people owning us outright. Now I don't. I am no longer. I'm no longer playing their ball game because you know the globalists want to destroy this world. They want to destroy all freedoms. They're, they've locked down several nations under the guise of this COVID uh, hoax. I say it's a hoax because they, they, if they had just handled it the way normal normal medicine told you to do it, they would have had no problems with it. But instead, they decided to use lockdowns. And you know who generated the lockdowns? China, 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 China. So I'm gonna. Call it a, call it a, a broadcast. I probably ranted for way too long and talked uh, read way too little what's going on. But you did hear something from our our uh, uh, people in charge, so to speak. So we've have we have a number of vapid people like Jake Sullivan and uh, Mark Milley, Jen Saki, all these people who think they they should run our country and they shouldn't. Uh, and they talk about this 
then they, they, they talk a good game about how it's sacrosanct. They can't admit failure. That's another thing. That's another key aspect of people like this is they can't admit that they're wrong. They can't admit that they, they can't actually take responsibility for their actions. You can tell the real leadership is when you say, yep, we messed up. Yes, we're the ones that, that put this in motion. Yes, we're the ones that need to be held to account for this. And we will. And we'll do it internally. But they don't do that. They, they, they be damned if they're going to actually uh, do their job right. So I hope everyone out there has a great day. Try to just do the best you can. Try to fight on against this, these, these, uh, these sociopathic forces which are going to continue to exist. And we're all going to have to deal with in the best way we know how. I hope that I can uh, provide more insights in future broadcasts, which I'm, I put together a video series, which I'm going to try to finish off, but everything's kind of just blown up recently, and uh, obviously, and we all need to focus on how the people on the ground in Afghanistan and around the world, in Taiwan and other places, are under severe threat thanks to the feckless behaviors of the people we supposedly put in charge of this stuff. These people are not in charge of anything. They couldn't run a Dairy Queen on the best day of their life. And yet, here they are. They're running our country. They need to, they need to stop doing that. So, God bless the United States of America. And hope everybody out there has a wonderful rest of the day.